0: It does. Hello, everybody.
1: Hello, hello. Hello, fairy. Hello. <laughs> I've only
0: ever called you fairy in this other this. recording that we've done. <laughs> <They're> on this <laughs> bench, you we're just going to keep going. Yeah, it's a weird, we're in a weird, <laughs> so we're commune mates.
1: Yeah. It's official. It's
0: official. They moved in. Um, so this is their house now and I'm moving into the garage with my studio. Look at this weird setup I have on the zoom camera.
1: <laughs> I can't, low,
0: but we are up, se- seated like in kind that. of the most awkward way to have a conversation. Yeah. Both next to each other, but facing forward. <laughs>
1: it's like, I keep looking forward. I don't know what I'm looking at. <laughs> like, right, we can people. look
0: at the screen. At you. <laughs> um, so this is Emily. Hello, Emily Capshaw slash the fairy. And uh, if you have a word for us, you can put it over there in the chat. Right now, we've got entropy is the only suggestion. Which I feel I don't know. I feel like we've done entropy before as a word somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. We can
1: disintegration.
0: Did you say dis? Oh, disintegration. Interesting that those are the two first words: entropy and disintegration, yeah, like, that are very related.
1: In t- in the, in Maybe the collective we. Psyche. I mean, that could
0: start us. What do you think about that? What do you think's happening in the collective psyche that those are the first two suggestions? Um, no, satisfaction, satisfaction. So you know, it sure kind of balances it out, a little yin yeah. and yang. Thank I've you, been, Lily.
1: Also, could be related. It's like that game where you oh. use all the words into a story. I'm like. Okay, that's fun. Use all those that's into fun. what's happening right now. What makes are you me satisfied of,
0: with the entropy? In the, is that what you mean?
1: Yeah, like is it, do, is it leading to a moment of satisfaction maybe? Or oh, okay. Toward, I don't know. That's what it makes me think of.
0: So what do you think? What's in our psyche that those are the f- like first three it, it words? It just
1: made me think of that, what I was telling you about that Eckhart Tolle talk mm-hmm. that I was listening to where he was saying that there's kind of the collective breath of the universe that's like, we go out, 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 and it's like growing and expanding and all these things. And at a certain point, you kind of reach the end of that. And then it comes, it goes back into the one. And that that's like the moment we're in right now is the precipice of, we've gone out as far as we can go out. And now everything has to kind of come back in. Mm.
0: So oh. if that's something that's Word of warning, right now, the talk between the alien and the fairy is going to get <laughs> weird weird that's what happens this is what we talk about in our commune yeah
1: i mean i was thinking when you asked me if i wanted to do this i was like thinking about our conversation last night and i'm like i everything we talked about last night is too weird for this no let's just do it let's just go for it (laughs) too strange but yeah that's i mean the eckhart tolle version of that is probably the the most palatable
0: it's true, but we should talk about the, the less palatable <laughs> the because there is an event happening right now. So we watched the, one of the nights. We watched this show on Gaia. What's it called?
1: Uh, In I wanted to say integration, but I think it's called initiation.
0: Initiation. Um. I can't necessarily recommend it other than it's very interesting yeah
1: it's kind of a show <laughs> that has to find you <laughs> uh it's fascinating, though. it's
0: fascinating it's this guy Matthias who at first he's like talks about oneness and it's like oh that's cool and he's got a good vibe i feel like he's got like he's an interesting guy and then i'm sorry about this microphone placement it's so weird um And then he's like, and you know, some of these things, it's not that they're true per se. It's what I remember from when I was a neuron in the planet Gartog.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's so great because it's like, it's like you gave... I feel like as human beings, we're, like, always looking for cues that we can, like, give someone our trust. Like, this is the same person. (laughs) And it's, like, there's all this stuff because it's, like, the show goes by dimensions, and the first dimension is oneness. So it's, like, all this non-duality oneness talk that I'm, like, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. he's got it. It's, like, this is it. And then he just, like, pivots so hard to, like, and then my past life as an Egyptian, when we were talking to aliens and I'm like, Whoa. And it trips you up. Cause you're like, I want to believe you because you've said all this other stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's like so on point.
0: And he seems like a cool guy.
1: And the way he talks about it, it like, like, like fits together. It's not contradictory. It's like, Oh, I could see how it's all of this. And that could, could be, it could be. Cause we were talking about like multiverse and dimensions and like, the universe doing this big breath of being all possible things that could ever be when you set it up like that, then it's like, well, of course there's the planet, whatever <laughs> the fuck. That he was- just- yeah. You okay. can say fuck. <laughs> planet, whatever the fuck it was called. <laughs> like, of course there's that when the first episode is like, we're doing all things that could ever be done. And I just happened to remember doing that part. it's like...
0: Yeah. So we've been enjoying... I haven't watched... I've watched only a couple of the Gaia show.
1: Mm -hmm. But
0: we kind of talk about this guy, Matias, sometimes. And I followed him on Instagram. And I watched like some of his question and answer things. I was like, I like this guy. I don't know. It's wild. (laughs) Um, And then he posted about this event that he's a part of right now. If you go to Facebook, (laughs) look at Unify... This is the weirdest shit I've ever seen. Well, the weirdest, so well-produced shit I've ever seen. Yeah. Because it's like, it's high production. It's like the videos are all, you can tell they paid somebody to edit it. And it's like music, epic music, and they have all these speakers. It's going, the whole, what's it called? Like cosmic. um,
1: The name of the event? Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, I only just saw it when you guys showed me. It was called the something convergence. Harmonic convergence. The harmonic convergence. <laughs> That's just and he's part of the seventies name.
0: It really is. And there's thousands of people watching this. All the time. Through this like ten days or something, fourteen days, I don't know. At the end of the time, <laughs> July fourteenth, which is what, next Tuesday or something? Aliens. <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> That's what they're saying. And these are like...
1: So wild.
0: Very loving, intelligent sounding people. And they're like, it's like people coming together. And the whole first part is like all over the world coming together to meditate. And we will find our extraterrestrial brothers and sisters... <laughs>
1: It's so Cause wild. It's
0: so wild. Um, anyway, what's so wild about it is how like produced and how big, how many people are involved in it. But it's 2020. That's what we were talking about yeah. last night.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, what would be surprising in 2020 anymore? Yeah. It'd be kind of surprising if aliens don't come yeah. in 2020.
1: And that's the weird thing about all of this is like, I want to be like, I want to write it off and be like, that sounds like some end of the Mayan calendar. Like, yeah doomsday Y2K. shit. But then it's like you combine that with then hearing Eckhart Tolle say something about we're at the end and we're about to have to come back in and then I'm like, well, he's a normal same person and he's not saying aliens are coming, but it just is like, okay, well, there's all these weird things that are happening that feels kind of like, where do we go from here that I like, maybe, maybe.
0: And then we were talking a couple nights ago, two or three nights ago about like, if I go, what if, I said, <laughs> what, if alien, what if revelation is true? Let's just, oh my God. this is my favorite conspiracy theory right now. Imagine, if you will. The,
1: the Bible is my favorite conspiracy theory yeah, right now. Right. <laughs> the
0: revelations answer. is literally true. <laughs> okay. We've been in the tribulation for three and a half years. Donald yeah. Trump is obviously the Antichrist. Yeah. We're approaching that middle point mm. where the rapture could happen. Between that, the the first three and a half years of the tribulation's rough. Yeah. Second three and a half, real bad. What if aliens coming back this next Tuesday is the return of the Messiah? What if Jesus? Hang in there, folks. <laughs> what What if Jesus was an alien? And now he's coming back.
1: If you think about it, like, what even is an alien? It's like alien is like a being not of this planet. So, yes, Jesus is an alien. Duh. And he comes back
0: with a resounding trumpet.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have heard some of, like, the diehard, like, Revelations Christians talking about how they feel like this is... That's what's happening right now.
0: Wait, so really? Like, that they think Trump is the Antichrist?
1: I don't know about that part, but just that, like, this is very end times. It is very like, end times. everything that's happening right now. There's
0: fucking locusts.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's locusts. There's, like, oh, it's so wild. I saw a video of, like, Newport Beach just, like, being flooded by a massive. Tied like it there's just weird stuff happening i'm like that's happening right now but there's everybody's talking about coronavirus and protests that there's like all this other wild all this happening stuff happening that we're just not even noticing which is another conspiracy Fucking killer wasps, wasps that's or... like another conspiracy thing is like that that's on purpose that the all, a lot of this stuff is being crafted to like distract us from other things that are happening who knows uh, but i like
0: revelations better
1: yeah <laughs> there's so many different conspiracy theories it's not going as on fun. right now i've like never heard so many in my life like there's just so many happening like because everybody's trying to make sense of how weird this it's is It's so weird and so when it's like people are trying to make sense of something you just are like well maybe it could be this story
0: but matias has been saying something major is coming in 2020 for like years
1: yeah yeah and then he said that there was Another, because again, it's that logic of like, well, all this stuff you said is true, so it makes me kind of wonder. Because then he said it in like 2022 and 2026 or something 2024 like that, and 2026. 2024 and 2026. There's like another another uh, more waves of. Well, crazy you know stuff. that's the end
0: of the tribulation. 2024.
1: It all lines up. It's really wild. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I have Anybody? days where I'm like, this is all crazy. I'm just going to keep working on my, like, human shit. <laughs> and, like, then there's days where I'm like, why do anything? Aliens are coming. Like, I, like, bought... <laughs> Yesterday, I I bought... We've been buying all this, like, getting packages for our house. And I got this package of, like, these little magnetic spice containers. And I'm, like, putting my spices in my new magnetic containers. And I was just <laughs> laughing at myself. I'm like, one day, I'm like, hmm, spices. Yeah. And then the next day, aliens. Like... <laughs> what's happening (laughs) today i'm all focused on my spice rack how surprised how
0: surprised would you be if aliens come next tuesday
1: but uh, that's where i'm like okay define aliens come because i I have a feeling that that's not gonna look like the movies or what we think about
0: okay let's say how surprised would you be if aliens make contact with humans in a way that is External, undeniable like
1: externally visible other
0: than like conspiracy like you any any reasonable person would be like obviously but I feel like that's, that's aliens
1: happened before and we still brush it over like, <laughs> what do you mean it, like there's if you really go down that rabbit hole of like footage well and you've stuff, seen the
0: footage of something but that's not that's not the same as like making contact as like hello humans
1: yeah yeah but like it, how would that happen in a way that's like so like everyone sees it <sighs> I get, it would have to be like a ma- massive display. Okay,
0: so say we're the on the alien committee here, and we're like, let's let's do it. Let's do it Tuesday. What do we? What would we do?
1: <laughs> if if the goal is for all humans to, to notice believe. us, yeah. God, again, that's so hard because I'm like, what is our technology? What is our capability? Like, is this a we've been disruption interst- in the- interstellar travel is a thing? Yeah. So we've
0: got some some t- technology, yeah, for at sure. our fingertips.
1: Oh... <sighs>
0: I mean, if their bodies look a lot differently than us, they would just have to show us themselves.
1: Yeah. But again, then it's like, what type of bodies are we talking about? Because if I'm going to like go to another planet as a human body and make a display, there's only so much I can do to really make everyone see me, you know, as, (laughs) as the size of my body. So I'm like, What type of bodies are we talking? Is this like arrival aliens or is this like signs aliens? Yeah.
0: You know, one of the fun things that I liked about watching the video on the harmonic convergence, the ad for it or whatever is I had never heard my, uh, my conspiracy theory that I believe I said on this podcast, when we talked about conspiracy theories, that wasn't with you, was it? I I think it was with Jamie. Um, and I said my favorite conspiracy theory in my head is it was one that I thought I invented, but it's kind of Star Trekky. Maybe I did this with William. I don't remember. Um, but basically, that there is an interstellar community of loving beings who have learned how to not just coexist, but like. Uh, they've they've evolved past the like tribalism of, of humanity, mm-hmm. past the us versus them stuff that keeps us killing each other and and tearing apart our planet. Um, and that they're waiting. We're like a little nursery of life on yeah. Earth. That they're waiting where we're mature enough to yeah. invite us into the fold. That and that's what say. this
1: thing says. I've heard. I was gonna say I've heard that a lot, and that like really? that resonates with a me a lot. What where are these circles? You, you know, the ones Venice, Yeah. <laughs> the starseed people. <laughs> yeah, I mean that is a that's a pretty common ideology amongst like kind of the starseed multidimensional hippies of like that that aliens, if you want to use that word for them, are more evolved beings from other communities that are trying to help us and protect us that it's kind of almost like a like a protective guardian angel kind of vibe i guess yeah but i've heard i've heard things like that another thing that came up in the
0: conversation last night is like so what if that happens and then we're like the old people that like eventually like several years we're like aliens and and younger people are like (laughs) You can't call them aliens anymore, grandpa. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you can't yeah. call them aliens. That could happen. I remember <laughs> having a conversation like, like once uh, like Elon Musk first started talking about all the traveling to Mars stuff and I was like, what if in our lifetime like we plan out our whole lives and like project all this stuff and oh, I'm going to do this and this and when I'm old, this will be happening based on what we've known and seen, but I'm like, what if we're like grandmas and grandpas in the Mars community of humans. Like we don't know where this is could lead. (laughs) Like we have no idea. Wait, Say that again. When Elon Musk was talking about like bringing, like creating a way to get humans to Mars, to create like a new community of humans on Mars. Martians. Yeah. And so I was saying, what if like, would you go? Martian immigrants. The initial yeah conversation. And then like what we're planning ahead our whole lives, like as if it's, how we've seen it before and how it's been. But what if we end up all going to Mars when we're like 40? Yeah. Well, I'm when you're, you know, (laughs) when I'm 40.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Probably not this September. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So that could, yeah, that, that could be a whole, we have no idea. And this year has definitely made me feel like that where I'm like, I can't plan anything far in the future because this whole year has just been proving to me that i have no clue it's just the weirdest year
0: it's so weird and we're not even like it's going to be hurricane season the election is going to be insane what we're in the first wave of the coronavirus still
1: yeah it's the first wave yeah Cause that's what Matias was saying in 2024 is like another virus, like another quarantine thing of something else. Like, Oh, we're not getting out of this anytime soon. People are like, is it time for me to be able to go back to the bars? I'm like, (laughs) buckle up people. This ride is just beginning. (laughs) (laughs) This is crazy. So I don't know. This is when we look at what people say. Yeah, I was just
0: looking to see if you have any. We're, they've kind of left us out here in this really weird branch that we're on all by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: like, we went I'm, weird. We, probably we went weird. Confused. We can come back to, to humanity
0: a little bit. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Oh, wait. So entropy. Let's go back to that. Mm-hmm. Things are falling apart. Mm -hmm. It's obviously uh, something's falling apart. What is falling apart?
1: Systems and structures. Uh, There is. I was thinking the other day too, somebody who's like super, super into astrology was telling me a couple years ago that, I think they said 2020, but they were like in the next couple years is like, according to the astrology, what's happening in the planets, I don't really know that much about that to say the technical terms but that this era is the crumbling of all structure and i at the time i was like well that's not gonna happen but now i'm like is this the crumbling of all structure well it kind of feels like that
0: there's we can make it a little bit more earthbound and talk about just cycles of human um there's a book i think i have it i don't think i've read it yet let me see if I can find it in my Amazon, but it's, um, I heard Rob Bell talking about it on his podcast, uh, about this book where these people, these guys in the eighties or something, I can't remember when they wrote this, but they, they wrote, let me see, where is it? Uh, not seeing it. thought I bought it. Um, maybe I bought the actual book. Anyway, it's these like I don't know if they're sociologists or historians or something, but they recognized a pattern in the last few hundred years of basically building, mm-hmm. um, and then that crumbling and mm-hmm. like a re- like these different cycles. I forget how many cycles there are in like the human way of building a society, and they they predicted not based on anything but the human cycle that around this year. Yeah. There would be that would be the beginning of the like the tear down cycle. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what I'm noticing is like all there's a, this alignment of different theologies and religions and philosophies and like the science side of things versus the spiritual side of things all kind of saying the same thing or noticing a similar trend, which is the thing that's making me take pause and say oh, something, maybe something is happening because these people are saying it and these people are saying it and you can kind of see where all that aligns into what's matching what is happening, like what is, what we can look at and be like, this is all, the way that this is going is mirroring what all these things are saying. Mm-hmm. But that makes sense. How
0: about you. a little hopefulness? Here's my, here's my most hopeful take on it. And I've I listened to a lot of Sadhguru these days. And uh, I was listening to him and he was talking about um, for how long, for a thousand years, we've been making these incredible, all this incredible progress on rearranging the external world in these mm-hmm. profound and fundamental ways. Like we are the most comfortable, have the most convenient of any People ever, kings a hundred years ago, couldn't dream of what we have now. Like from this room, I could like switch the windows on my computer and order everything we need for the rest of the year and people would bring it to our house for us. We wouldn't have to leave. That's crazy. Um, And the average citizen has access to technology and convenience that people could never have dreamed about. And people are as miserable as they've ever been, mm-hmm. um, with just as much suffering. No more, no more full of joy. No more, no more satisfied than they've ever been. And what he was saying was like we've kind of reached this point of we can't do much more than what we're doing without like killing the planet, the biosphere of the planet. Like we are, we have just pulled it to its limits. Of the resources we're pulling out and the way we're and uh, and it's not working. So will we finally realize like that's not how we solve our fundamental human problem? Yeah, is with external means that we have to look inside and there has to be a, a transformation of consciousness and of the of the self. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a whole thing called inner engineering. We've done so much outer world engineering. Um, and I guess my most hopeful take on all this of 2020 and all the shit that's happening. Maybe for a number of us, this will send us inside,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and make us fundamentally relook at who are we.
1: Yeah, and that brings us back to the Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. Breath out, breath in. It's like we've gone out, 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 out at the limit okay, it's time to like come back in and Mm. see what's in there. So, yeah.
0: And that's what you do with your work. (laughs)
1: That's what I try. I was like realizing as I was telling you last night, some people don't like that. They don't want to go in. Yeah, why is that? (laughs) It's not fun. Because of what it entails, like what that actually looks like. Like Even the people who are saying, I want to awaken, I want enlightenment or whatever word you want to, Label out of what you're looking for, what that actually looks like and entails requires a lot of letting go and a lot of surrender. And it usually happens because of a lot of pain, like mm-hmm. in realizing that I can't do this anymore. This isn't working for me. Like I, most people don't make that shift unless they just don't have any other option. Like you, you just can't keep going the way you've been going. That's kind of the moment where you're like, all right, something... I have to look elsewhere and that's not a fun place to be. Usually where it takes you is like totally bliss and worth it. But the process of what that looks like, especially when you're trying to kind of plant seeds of that or share it with people. I found even if it, if it is working, I put air quotes cause it's like, if, if something kind of stirs up in someone where they start to question like, Oh the structures that I've just assumed to be who I am and what what to do with my existence, when you start to question that, it feels uncomfortable mm-hmm. so if you're as a creator, an artist, or somebody like making something or sharing words that then creates the results of someone feeling uncomfortable, mm-hmm. their initial instinct is going to be like. I, I don't want to listen to you. Like, I feel scared. I feel like there's fear comes up.
0: It's it's literally existentially threatened. Yeah. Because what you think you are is being called into question.
1: Yeah. And I've been really noticing that lately where it's it's like shifted from this happy, like, oh, I have like the mission of consciousness or like helping people. Yeah. Like for me, it hasn't even really been that much where I'm not like, my mission is to make people more conscious. It's been more just like, I want to help people not suffer so much. Mm -hmm. And even just trying to do that in the most subtle way, I've just sensed it doesn't matter what words you use or how much you sugarcoat it. If it does what it needs to do in order for them to actually have that shift, it's going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not going to like it at first. And people are going to be like, this person is, you know, whatever yeah. they want to say about you. That's like the crucifixion of Jesus. Like, that's the pattern. And so it's been this moment for me of like, wow, okay. Like, am I am I ready to move forward into that and know that it's not just all this flowers, everyone being like, oh, like Emily Capshaw, who like, makes me feel amazing. <laughs> like, sometimes maybe it's not that.
0: The angriest comments I think I ever got. Some of the angriest comments I've ever gotten on Twitter were from me saying that people were perfect, that you're perfect as you are yeah. in this moment.
1: Yeah. Angry. Yeah. Angry. Yeah. That's so wild to me. It's hard on my like recovering codependency. <laughs> like i want all the comments that are like you make me feel so happy and loved <laughs> and thank you like no sometimes it's like all right well that's the tr-. like but then it's like people are wanting they're like asking for it like how do i like stop being so anxious how do i stop being right. so uh, i'm like okay this Here's how. Yeah. and then they're like "Fuck you yeah. That no mm-hmm. so it's a hard thing because it's like i don't want to offer just like surface temporary like let me scratch your back and like stroke your ego make you feel better for now and then you're still going to be miserable like no i want to offer something that can actually solve your problem
0: and it's not it's not even in our imagination in the west like collectively that you the best we have is collectively like as a christian or post-christian sort of empire yeah is is like that Will make enough money, some sort of salvation that is external. Even like the Christian salvation thing is like, yeah, you get this thing and then you'll be able to go to heaven. Yeah. It's still an external, like your world will change, your surroundings will change, your circumstances will change. Mm-hmm. You'll become famous. You'll get the pursuit of happiness is about, is external.
1: Yeah. And that's temporary, that doesn't last.
0: And it doesn't work.
1: Yeah. It doesn't satisfy you. Like you can get all that and then it's not, you're going to be like, cool. Now what?
0: <laughs> but I like, like in India and listening to the Sadhguru thing, he's talking about like when he had his awakening experience and he would have these moments where he would just kind of disappear into bliss for days at a time. Like he told this one time it was 13 days. He just like was sitting on the street, unable to speak, unable to basically move just in bliss if in America we would call the police yeah. on him. Like there's some crazy guy just like trembling out on the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> with not sleeping. Or like about take him to a hospital for kind and we don't call the police. In India, he when he came back to his body, people had been putting garlands on him
1: mm-hmm.
0: and touching his feet and being like, Oh, he's in Samadhi. Yeah. Like
1: that's
0: it's that's just not coaching. even in our imagination that someone could become completely free. Yeah and and not suffer anymore.
1: Yeah, we're real deep in the asleepness. It makes me think too of like when you were telling me about you and Lisa were talking about taking Lucy to the ear doctor for and how much it was so painful for her and yeah. um, how it's like the worst thing as a parent to to have to like have your kid looking at you crying like, please help me and you have to hold them down and like know that that is hurting them. And it makes me think if there is some sort of like parental God, divine energy, that's like guiding us into that space, that what it's going to take, sometimes we're going to be like kicking and screaming back. Like, I don't like, stop, help me. This hurts. Mm -hmm. Like, this is bad. But sometimes you have to go through that to get to what you want, like what you are wanting and asking for. And I feel like that is kind of what's happening in all of the entropy to tie it back is like all the stuff that feels painful and scary and is falling apart that we're noticing. It seems to me is pushing us more inward. Like I'm hearing conversations from people all the time that are realizing a lot of attachments, having to let go a lot of things, which is bringing them to a place of, of a little bit more bliss, a little bit more freedom. And so sometimes that's, the process and if we always just got what we wanted or what we thought we wanted you just stay in that cycle of like chasing tail of like okay what do i want next what do i want next and in order to break out of that like samsara cycle you have to it hurts sometimes and there's that grace that that collie grace that we love collie you know, grace pulls it, yeah. pulls it away from you that's good
0: yeah i've been feeling so much grace lately like mm-hmm. so much in the world has fallen apart and so much in my world has fallen apart yeah. and i am last night uh even during sleep i was in just bliss
1: yeah Crit, like last
0: night i didn't tell you like last night uh, i hit the because we talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we were uh I sort of like sometimes that'll happen like if I've had some weed or something, but this was just just sober as can be and just sleeping, but not sleeping in full on like samadhi bliss just like
1: Mm -hmm.
0: for a long time. I don't know how long. Um, And it's the grace. It it doesn't, you can't separate it from the grace of things falling apart. Yeah. Because it's what you're holding on to. And if you can't hold on to that anymore... You just have to be as you are.
1: Yeah, and if someone's never felt that, then it's like you don't—you don't even know. You wouldn't even know how to do that letting go sometimes without it being pulled away first. If you've never gone to that space, because everything we're seeking for what we think is happiness or we think is gaining us pleasure is like this reflection. It's like a mirrored illusion of like that kind of bouncing off our external, and then we chase that illusion. But then fine. When we get there, we're like, Oh, that's, it's not here. And it's kind of that maze that we're in. But yeah, I felt the same. It's been like, I think about before we went to India in November of last year, my life was completely different. Like every single thing about my life is different now. Mm -hmm. And I had to let go of so much stuff in that process. That was really painful, really, really, really painful. And just total being in total insecurity, totally like I don't have anything to hold on to anymore. And now it's like just starting to get to the point of seeing how important that was and how much I needed to let go of those things. And I wasn't going to do it on my own. Like I mm. I was just going to be like chilling in my comfort zone. And sometimes it's like, okay, this is if you're not going to let that go, I'm going to take it because you've got to go here now. Cause that's the goal of consciousness is To see ourselves, to know ourselves. And so the goal of human beings, like, we're trying to build all this stuff and experience all this material happiness. And that's kind of the human goal. But beyond that, underneath that, consciousness has the goal of just experiencing and seeing itself. And so we're going to be pushed in the direction of that. And sometimes it takes things being pulled away but.
0: Yeah, when you think about entropy as it's related to that and how if you identify as a solid idea, if you identify as Emily or Michael or this like static reality in the universe,
1: mm-hmm.
0: then something like entropy, something that when things are falling apart, things are being taken away, is all experienced as negative because then you're you're trying to hold on to this solidity. You're trying to hold on to yeah. static. You're trying to hold on to death, really. Mm. and rather than being life yeah and when you move your when consciousness moves from holding on to death (laughs) to being life entropy is not seen as a negative thing entropy is grace entropy is the movement is the breath back in yeah entropy is the fact that things don't last is the grace of existence if things lasted permanently it would be horrible it would be hell
1: Mm-hmm. That's what makes me think of that Alan Watts book, Wisdom of Insecurity, that I like mm. pulled off your shelf at like the beginning of quarantine was like, this seems like suitable. And I would highly recommend that book for this moment mm. in time because the whole thing is like how the the desire to be secure is... Totally illusory and counterproductive. It's like we're constantly trying to secure ourselves and create that, but it's an illusion. And it's like it's actually causing us more suffering because the nature of all things is change, it is transformation, evolving, moving. And that entails a lot of death, a lot of letting go. And that's not a bad thing. It's only a bad thing when, like you said, you're identified and clinging. But if you can learn to kind of see and understand that that's just the natural cycle of everything is is changing, transformation, moving, then, and you can kind of flow with that. It's like going with the river instead of holding onto a rock while the river's like flowing and you're just getting beat with water in your face and like drowning. Like, let go of the rock and Mm. float down the river in a very Beatles esque way. That's a Beatles song, right? (laughs) Probably. Yeah, it's the one that's like, I don't remember what it's called. It's, somebody will know. It's you gonna it? <laughs> i going to sing it. Well, I was picturing the, at the Beatles love show, like the, the moment that that song comes on they brought out all these, like I was picturing the visual of it and I was trying to remember the word, the lyrics of it. But mm. Beatles. Good stuff.
0: Good stuff. Well, I mean, aliens next Tuesday, the breath in.
1: Yeah. We'll see what happens. See you all on the other side. No, it's the other <laughs> side of what we'll see.
0: We'll see. <laughs> Trump, the antichrist, you guys have gotten so much gold here. <laughs> yeah, I just... it's
1: been a wild one. Wow, we could, one. You could, you could,
0: you could lose your mind listening to this podcast. It's just funny could...
1: looking because it's like everybody's picture is smiling, but if you actually saw their real faces, everybody's probably just like, What the?
0: Leah's smiling. <laughs> oh yeah there's smiling. some real real faces that are smiling <laughs> <laughs> um okay well i hope you all keep your sanity to, well no i don't actually i hope that you let go of your sanity
1: that's a sad thing i hope that none of your dreams come true <laughs> that's what sad <Sadhguru laughs> says so good
0: i hope you stop holding on to death and being life that you want